0: Robert P. Rabbit, Book Two, The Moonrock Mystery, written by Grandad, illustrated by Kate Fitzpatrick. This book is dedicated to my very dear friends, Larry Burkett and his wife Judy, who have influenced many lives over the radio, through their books, and by their example. One day, on his walk in the countryside, Grandad spots a fluffy white ball beneath a bush. Little does he know that discovery will change his life, and the life of his granddaughter Katie, who is ill with cancer. Join Katie and the amazing and unstoppable Robert P. Rabbit as they learn that life with cancer and other challenges can be a life full of adventure, wonder, and hope. A note from Grandad. What do you do with a moon rock given to you by an astronaut who brought it back from the moon? That was the problem facing Larry Burkett, who knew the moon rock was very valuable, and who, before he passed away, hid it somewhere in the USA to keep it out of the wrong hands. Then he entrusted the first clue leading to the rock's location to his good friend Grandad, who later found out a secret about the moon rock, which meant he needed to find it right away. So Grandad enlisted the help of Katie, Will, and their cousin Emily, along with Robert P. Rabbit, to find the moon rock before the bad men from the draconian drug company found it first. Visit us at www.robertprabbit.com. Prologue I suppose I should introduce myself before we go any further. Katie always tells me I should let people know who I am before I launch into one of my stories, just in case they want to decide if they intend to listen to me or not. Most everyone calls me Granddad since I have ten grandchildren, and it makes it easier for everyone to just use the same name. My wife's name is Polly, and I have a daughter named Wendy, who has five children including Katie, who is ten, and Will, who is nine. Katie, the heroine of these stories, has cancer in her brain, so she is sick some of the time because of her treatments. Sometimes she uses a wheelchair or crutches so that she can hold herself up in case she gets dizzy. But the radiation and the chemotherapy treatments have helped her feel better, so much of the time she can walk around on her own with no help at all. She wants to be completely cancer-free, but we know that that will take time, so Katie says we all just have to be patient. And let's not forget about Robert P. Rabbit. He is an amazing rabbit who came into our lives one day when I spotted him under a bush while Polly and I were on a walk in the park. He started speaking to me, but I didn't believe it at first. I thought someone was playing a trick on me. But then he explained that he was a special rabbit who could use his mind to communicate with certain humans, so long as they had the mark, a blue dot under their right ear. We can't see it, but he can. I have the mark. And so do my grandchildren, Katie and Will, and their cousins, Emily and Mary Brooks. But Polly doesn't have the special mark, and neither do Katie's mom, Wendy, or Katie's sister, Arielle. When I first picked up Robert P. Rabbit, I found that he was hurt, so I brought him to our house in Atlanta to nurse him back to health, and we became very good friends. When Katie met him, they formed a great friendship, too. You also need to know that Robert P. Rabbit has many special talents, two of which I should tell you about right here at the beginning. Whenever he wants to, Robert P. Rabbit can make himself inanimate, which means he can make himself look like an unmoving, stuffed animal at any time. It is a talent that comes in very handy when he wants to go with Katie to the doctor's office, the hospital, a restaurant, or even on a plane. It also enables him to eavesdrop on conversations when people have no idea that anyone else is listening to every word they say. When I asked him how that is possible, he simply looked at me with his one blue eye and his one pink eye, as if I should not have to even ask such a question, and he said, You've seen Toy Story, haven't you? Why, yes, I said. Well, all the toys in that movie turn into inanimate toys as soon as a person walks into the room whether they want to or not. Well, I can do them one better. I can turn into a stuffed rabbit any time I want, whether people come into the room or not. So what do you think about that, big boy? He often calls me big boy when he thinks he needs to put me in my place for any reason or when he wants to remind me that he is smarter than I am. A second talent Robert P Rabbit has is that he can calm down any other animal such as a dog or a cat or even a coyote or a bear just by staring at them with his blue eye closed and moving his nose and ears in a certain way. That puts them completely under his control. Okay now, that's enough introduction. Except that I need to remind you that in our first story you found out that Katie, Will and Robert P Rabbit kept solving small mysteries. So I gave them a certificate of status as the global detectives and some business cards to go along with their newfound jobs. And it is a good thing that I did, because it reminds them to always think like good detectives. First, they look at all the facts they do know. Then, they consider the things they don't know, but that they need to know. Next, they try to find out as many of those things as they can. And finally, they try to reach some conclusions to solve the mystery. That's what good detectives do. In the adventure I'm about to share with you, Katie, Will, and Robert P. Rabbit will need all of these skills. You will see them successfully figure out and follow several major clues, avoid some serious dangers along the way, and find what not only they, but others as well, are looking for. It is a rock that astronauts brought back from the surface of the moon. But finding the rock is not the whole story. It turns out that there is a serious mystery wrapped up in this rock, because if they find it, it will lead to an event that could change the world, depending on what they decide to do. Come join Katie, Will, me, and Robert P. Rabbit in this great adventure, and then, when you are through reading to the very end, think about whether you agree with decisions that are made, or maybe you would have done something differently.